Welcome to a new episode of uh, the India Independent Films Podcast. This is Rahul Desai here. I'm uh, the film critic for Film Companion. I have with me my friend and colleague Uday Bhatia of uh, Mint. And we have uh, Aditya Shri Krishna joining us today, one of our favorite writers from the South. He also has his uh, own podcast called The Other Banana, one of the best film podcasts in the country. So do go listen to that. We will plug it again towards the end of this podcast, uh, depending on whether Aditya does a good job with us today. Uh, so let we are going to be talking uh, about uh, the film on everyone's watch list right now, and uh, it's called Sarpata Parambarai. It's a Paranjit film. It's a Tamil film. Um, just a few lines about the film before we start discussing the film. Of course, everyone has been talking about it. If you're part of the you, if you've been watching films, part of the discourse, you might have heard about it. Uh, it is the other boxing film for a lot of uh, people from uh, the north of say Chennai because Tufan released a week before that on Amazon Prime and this was the actual boxing film that it is later. Uh, this uh, uh, just a line about the film. It, it 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 does a deep dive into the North Madras of the 1970s, uh, uh, into the boxing culture and the politics behind it. Uh, it, it has a protagonist named Kabilan. We will get into the details of the premise very soon, as soon as we start talking about the film. Um, Aditya, I noticed uh, you watched the film a little later than most people did, uh, surprisingly, and then I, I noticed your tweet that you watched it thrice in uh, a, a week. So uh, let's start with you. And first of all, obviously, it, given that I, I think Uday is in Delhi, I'm in Bombay. Uh, you're in Chennai, you're, uh, you must have obviously uh, had a sense of what the hype was leading up to the film. What were your expectations of the film and how? And just give us a little context about Paranjit as a filmmaker, uh, uh, you know, uh, in context of your reactions also. Uh, yeah, so, well, life happened, so I couldn't watch it as soon as it came up, uh, like I do with the other films. Uh, and this was definitely one of the films that, uh, you know, uh, anyone would have reached for Amazon almost to the same day. Uh, but yeah, I watched it a week late and then in like five days, I, I watched it uh, thrice. Uh, um, I, so, so for, for Paranjit, Paranjit is, uh, I mean, he's, uh, he, he, you cannot call him a polarizing figure in the sense he is now considered one of the best filmmakers in the country, definitely mm. uh, uh, possibly one of the best filmmakers and producers in uh, in Tamil uh, cinema. But at the same time, um, people have this uh, sort of uh, discomfort around him to talk about him and for obvious reasons because he's, he's, he's breaking a lot of stereotypes. He's mm. talking about a lot of things. Um, uh, that the cinema, I think, anywhere hasn't uh, touched upon, and 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 he he's very open about it. He's very open about that. That's exactly what he wants to break. Um, uh, so 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 when it comes to caste politics, uh, he he began uh, his journey ten years ago, and I think uh, he's done a great job. And not just cinema, he's revolutionized a lot of uh, uh, pop culture and uh, political commentary uh, in the state. Uh, so whenever his film is up for release or whenever the film is announced, like like I think in the pre-release in, in interviews of uh, Sarpata, he announced uh, his next film to be a, a, a romantic film. And uh, it, that, that itself, uh, when people went crazy with just that. 
because mm-hmm. his debut was a romantic film. Uh, so, um, so I think um, so he's 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 always one uh, to look forward to, and he is um, he 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 is the man uh, uh, ruling Tamil cinema right now. Uh, we don't have to stretch it uh, too far, uh, but definitely Tamil cinema. I think uh, he, uh, he has uh, changed the landscape in a huge way. Uh, so, Sarpata was a film that, that uh, I think. I think the first poster came out in December or January. I'm not sure, but um, mm. but don't, yeah, of course nobody knew about the second wave and everything. Everyone was looking forward to the theaters. Uh, but I think uh, I think everyone's glad it released and it, it did so well. And um, I, I think I agree with more the the the, the popular um, uh, um, consensus that um, that this is probably his best film. Um, it, 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 I think uh, a lot of a lot. Of a lot of things come together so well here, right? from writing to the technical uh, areas to the political commentary. Um, so I, I think, of course, we'll get into it later in the podcast. But uh, but yeah, so uh, I think I think uh, this is definitely a film uh, that will be remembered for a long, long time and talked about for a long, long time. Hmm, yeah, definitely. I, I think for a lot of us, it was uh also uh, i think almost like uh, our first paranjit since a lot of work we saw that he did with rajnikanth a couple of years ago uh, and i think a lot of us were also you know in general looking forward to the uh, to the fact that it was basically pivoting on a, say a sports film sort of template uh, especially on the uh, on the back of something like tufan in bollywood which was Really overhyped, and uh, Uday, me and you uh, had discussed Tufan a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think we were pretty unanimous and dismissive <laughs> about that film. So this uh, might come as a fresh change to you, and and I'm glad you watched this film too. Uh, and there's so there's really so much to talk about it. I really don't know where to begin exactly, but just let's start with your initial sort of. Uh, reaction because even you caught it after it released on Amazon uh, a, a little later. I think I caught it before its release because uh, I, I was watching a screener to sort of uh, uh, to see if there's a boxing piece in there for like uh, for another publication, and I was absolutely blown away. I think I watched the screener twice in one day too. So uh, let let's start with your uh, uh, sort of reactions to the film and wh- how it sort of really felt. Uh, uh, given that I, it is one of the rare three-hour films again, that uh, and it is it again is a Indian sports film, but so a lot of things really going against it uh, on a very fundamental sort of level. Yeah, no, you're right. R.I.P. Tufan, of course. Like within the first ten minutes, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that memory of Tufan had been uh, obliterated with with good reason, of course. Mm. Uh, it's uh, you talked about how there's just so much to kind of cover with this and so much to talk about, and uh, the film that uh, you know one always uh, references for this is uh, Gangs of Vasipur. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like uh, just the density of uh, action and uh, characterization and uh, cultural reference uh, and uh, you know political import. Uh, it's it's rare to find a film that can give you so much 
uh, in in this time and even though you know this was a uh, this was a one uh, you know uh, one part of film and wasipur was was two it felt like a similar amount of breadth was covered in that time so uh, i mean i i was pretty floored like by the time the first bunch of fights had happened where kabilan is in the audience and we're uh, mm. introduced to vembuli and the other fighters of the sarpata clan and uh, and they and their best fighter uh, miran gets beaten up by vembuli by that time i was i was completely in by then which would would have been what 15 minutes I, yeah. I was sold by then. It was just um, it. It seemed so confident uh, and so sure of itself. Like right from the start, it just like kicks into the story. There is like there's no build up. It's just like boom. It's on. Uh, and uh, you'd mentioned uh, Rajnikant. Uh, mm. I'd I'd actually uh, be interested to hear what Aditya thinks on this. I. I mean, I I didn't like Kabali at all, and uh, even Kala, you know, we saw it uh, in a Hindi dub uh, for uh, as as we do sometimes when Tamil movies uh, release and we have to review it the next day. So I was slow in appreciating Kala, even though I liked it a lot later on. But this is, I feel like, certainly more accomplished on. on many levels i i do think it's the best film of the three of paranjit's that i've seen and i felt that one area that might have helped was that he didn't have to deal with the rajni persona uh, in this and uh, so when you take that part of it out then you can just tell a story the way you want to instead of having to cater to someone's audience base and someone's you know legendary uh, reputation Uh, so I was wondering whether you thought that, that helped in in like the telling of this story. Uh, I, I I think yeah I I think it definitely helped in a way or rather uh, maybe not help here but I think uh, at least when it comes to Kabali um, I think Ranjit did uh, have uh, a little bit of um, even I'm not a big fan of uh, Kabali. I I like some moments of it I like uh, the the romantic portions. Uh, in- in kabali uh, i think i even wrote about only that part of uh, kabali but uh, kala yeah like i said even i i i still love the film a lot and i think in kala he really figured out uh, the the aura of rajini and how to use it um and um but at the same time i don't think he could have cast uh, a, a rajini like figure or any uh, sort of larger than life hero like even you know if you if you take Someone like Ajit or Vijay down south. You couldn't have cast someone like Ajit or Vijay in this role. You have to cast someone who is a bit of a, you know, uh, uh, comes 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 much after that uh, that uh, that sort of uh, box office pulling uh, heroes. Uh, and and I think Arya. Um, I mean, I think people. I think I think some people have appreciated Arya's performance. Some people have dismissed it. Uh, but but I think. The the, the 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 persona of Arya as an actor and who where he stands in this industry, I, I think that goes a long, long way in, um, in 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 seeing how who Kabilan is and how Kabilan is treated uh, uh, in uh, in this whole uh, fight between uh, clans or parambaras. Uh, so um, 
so I, so I think that, that that is definitely um I, I, I'm not sure if it really stayed Ranjit uh, up, but I think it's a conscious decision to go for something like this. And he he, he claimed that uh, this is a story that he wrote uh, right after his first film. Uh, so 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 I think um, maybe he was glad that he got out of the the Rajini um, uh, thing that that he had uh, to do for two films to consider films uh, but uh, but I think uh, it's a it's definitely a conscious decision and we know that uh, Kabilan uh, is, um, is, is, is uh, I mean like let's talk about the opening scene right there's so much happening in the in the first uh, 15 minutes uh, not even I mean even the fight hasn't begun yet uh, but we see so many people and uh, and, and there, there, there's, a short, there's a short where um, we see the uh, the, the spectators, they're all, they're all howling. They're all, uh, there is a commentary going on. Uh, the, the, the sound design is just, uh, just going bollocks. And, and we just see uh, Kabilan and his friend Gautama just walking from the side of the screen uh, and towards in, into the frame. Uh, and, and it's almost like he's no one. He's just one among the spectator. And I think that's the sort of actor that he was really going for. Uh, and I think that worked to a great, great effect. Yeah, the I mean one of the I think the most noticeable parts of at least the scope the the scale of the film itself is one thing, but the sheer density of people in every frame of the film, the the sheer amount of voices uh, sort of packed into most frames. You know, it's almost like anxiety-inducing in these pandemic times to see a film that is really uh, you know sort of uh, it it really does in a very uh, a strange way feel like a very sort of accurate representation of an India that often gets very sanitized on you know mainstream screens most of the time and and I uh, mm-hmm. I mean I love the fact that Paranjit sort of didn't hold back and obviously the boxing portions were an extension of that density right because like obviously the match portions and the Shia uh, the the sort of crowd uh, cheering for every in every match and and especially the amount of cutaways during a boxing match the amount of expressions that he managed to weave in uh, and characters that he managed to weave in was also obvious within the first 15 or 20 minutes that it really became uh, I, I mean even though they were obviously the very uh, standard sort of sports beats throughout the story like you know having a mother who does not approve of him wa- uh, wanting to box having a father who you know uh, uh, because of the father uh, uh, tragedy he was killed uh, in his childhood and uh, you know it, we've seen this all before in so many kinds of uh, sports or action films but to sort of really uh, weave in the kind of political context like obviously this was shot during the emergency uh, Rangan the teacher uh, the coach is part of the DMK and and this this entire boxing uh, this clan rivalry is uh, against the backdrop of, of the political situation in India so in a way the boxing for me was already sort of representing a form of protest and, and to have a conflict within the people internally within the boxing culture was actually a very accurate again representation of the India we live in I felt because it was the, it was not uh, against outside elements it was really sort of one clan taking over another uh, you know uh, sort of uh, uh, from uh, and most of it the community is the lower caste community uh, the fishermen the the the, uh, the sort of mill workers the the and especially by Kabilan so that entire sort of uh, the, the the insider sort of 
uh, uh, the the insider energy of that entire uh, of the of the film and uh, and the and when you zoom out you see the sort of uh, political uh, sort of significance of what is happening i thought that was really well done because so many maybe so many filmmakers may not have really chosen to be uh so uh, uh, you know subtle not even subtle but not even chosen to be so uh, casual about the backdrop of the film and i thought that was fascinating again gangs of asipur is a uh, is is really what comes to mind because you know clan rivalries is one thing but to weave in a sport and show uh, and sort of explain the significance of the sport uh, while never really compromising on you know your typical mainstream masala sort of stuff is is really quite an achievement I just uh, wanted to add to that because uh, I'm glad you mentioned the number of people just packing a frame because it struck me very early on and uh, and I was watching it with a friend uh, and uh, she was pointing out that uh, you know see this guy in the corner he's like uh, whatever he's he's twirling his hair and this person is uh, is grinning or whatever and and it it strikes me as a very democratic idea on the part of paranjit to include the world around these people in the frames because that that in itself is a sort of political gesture in the sense you can have very controlled frames in which you know you show just your characters and you leave out their surroundings but by bringing the surroundings in he's obviously saying that this is the story of a community of a people and you know you want that that you know showing that world is as important as showing the story that the film has decided to focus on there's this line early on where uh, uh, where raman uh, says to uh, to kabilan uh, sort of mockingly that uh, uh, isn't your place uh, with these crowds and um, uh, it's uh, it's sort of you know the film's place is with these crowds also as is kabilans which is i thought a very nice thing established very early on yeah uh, um yeah yeah, yeah there is actually a, a lot more uh, in the in the way the political backdrop is set up and how uh, the clans among them and uh, uh, war with each other and how um uh, kablan is and is brought in or how what what happens to kablan uh, uh, let's get to that later when we talk about the you know the if you could uh, touch on the state politics uh, at that time uh, but um, uh, the, the other point i want to make was um, so tamil prabha is one of the co-writers of uh, sarpata uh, he wrote it with ranjit and tamil prabha uh, has written a novel called petai Uh, it's a Tamil novel, and it's about um, um, uh, an area in Madras called uh, Chintadri Pet, uh, and it, it's a uh, it's a, a area along the Kuom River, which the river has been polluted for I think um, almost hundred years now. But uh, so that 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 so 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 his 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 whole story is about the landscape and about those people uh, and and that is very very similar uh, to sarpatra or I, sh- i should probably say it uh, the other way around uh, where every character has can they can like a novel can be written about every character it's a, it's it's a, it's a story of of of, of you can call it a, a, a civilization um, 
by itself. And and I think that is something uh, both Tamil Prabha and Paranjit try to bring here. Uh, and that's why you see all these characters. And and, and it's it's not it's not just about the density and it's not just about the um, the number of people occupying the screen, but the way it is shot and written that you 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 are made to notice every person and you are made to hear every person uh, right from uh, the, uh, the, the 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 kind of a, the, 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 the the priest who is always with Ranjan Mathia who calls him Mama and and he 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 always has something to say he probably does know anything about boxing but he always offers an opinion and nobody uh, nobody berates him for anything they, they they even sometimes listen to him and and, and, and like that we have so actors who actually have things to say uh, and, and it's not just about the crowd it's not just about the density but it's about how this density is actually used and how we are uh, we cannot help but notice everyone for that Yeah, I uh, I was um, I had uh, again. Sorry, we are uh, making uh, Aditya like a Tamil film whisperer out here. <laughs> but I was <laughs> I, I was interested in the uh, the the idea of these two clans. Uh, is this like a is this like a big thing out there? And also, I'll throw another question: Is was boxing like uh, a big scene out there? Is it still a big scene out there in Chennai? No, I was just. I think a, a, a blog post, I think a couple of days ago. Um, it, 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 so the North Metras boxing scene was uh, thriving till about this time, till about, uh, I mean, the Sarpata's time, uh, till about, I think, the early 80s. And, and Sarpata, Nidia Parampara were actually real, uh, uh, real clans. They actually existed. And, um, and, and these, uh, and, and there's even an instance of, uh, and there was, there was an effort, I think, on part of him. To even, um, uh, 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 you know, to turn this into professional boxing, and I think that's why he brought Muhammad Ali uh, to Chennai once. There's even a very famous photograph of MGR with Muhammad Ali. Uh, and um, uh, so, so, yes, the, in North Miras, this this culture was thriving from before. I think independence. I think around uh, maybe 1920s till about. Um, Early 80s. I think after that, I think uh, uh, the, 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 whole, the whole thing ended. But yes, the whole thing existed, and it was confined to that area, and it was it was a huge. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, it was a, it, 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 it was a way of, uh, for a lot of youngsters to get into um, get into boxing, learn boxing, uh, and, and 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 everything that is shown in the story, like you know, like 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 some people turning into rowdyism or. To protect yourself from uh, from the uh, the criminal elements of society, you learn boxing. There, 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 there was a lot of push and pull going on over there. Uh, but but yes, the whole, the whole I don't think it, I don't think it existed after the 80s. But till then, uh, these the, the two uh, clans that actually are shown in the film, they they are actually the real names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the end credits. Uh... Pretty, I mean, I sat through the entire end credits and, and noticed that everything was pretty much based on real life clans and uh, almost all the characters and the clippings from the time and uh, stuff. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I really was sort of, in a sense, like uh, towards, I guess, towards the middle of the film, uh, it really sort of stop, uh, stopped uh, being... Uh, a certain kind of film in the sense a certain absolute genre for me I think midway through the film because it's very easy to sort of call it a boxing film or a sports film or 
you know the underdog film uh, and stuff like that and given that i wasn't familiar with a lot of people involved in the film like i had no idea who uh, idea who arya was obviously before this film i uh, uh, you know i had no idea of his stature in 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 uh, cinema down there uh, and uh, and you know to sort of of course that helped a great deal in uh, you know really immersing the viewer into uh, this entire uh, setup there and I, i one thing that struck me at least midway through the film was uh, i think the way the production design like there are only actually if you think about it one or two uh, maybe maximum three sort of uh, streets that you really see in the film you know one has that clock tower sort of thing uh, which we always see in the background and then there's obviously the boxing setup and uh, pretty much everything else is like a repetition of what we see throughout the film i thought it was a very smart use of space uh, you know given the given the scale of the film and it did a very good job of sort of um giving us a snapshot of the particular community or as aditya said like uh, civilization itself and uh, uh, the fact that uh, it, it sort of it almost felt like characters were going round and round and sort of just really uh, uh, you know uh, sort of battling or, or or debating amongst themselves which i thought it, it, the physicality of the film the way it was shot the way the space was used did a very good job in uh, in sort of establishing uh that in you know in the head of say the uninitiated viewer like say myself the the, the other thing is uh, i mean um like, like you said i, I don't think uh, it, 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 i don't think one should digital um, uh, this film into a boxing film at all because there's so much more than the uh, boxing that is going on and the the writing uh, the, the writing is so um uh, i mean it's, it's very calculative in the way things happen from one uh, event to another uh, just the sheer way that uh, kabilan is brought into uh, brought under the sarpanta parampara clan like for, for example you have these people trying to choose between raman and betty and and, um, and then if, uh, and then raman is chosen uh, by rangan uh, rangan madhya um, and and then uh, you have this uh, uh you have raman's uncle who has his own um, uh, uh vested interest and he has his own uh, you know they, they have he has his own caste pride and parampara pride he 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 wants kind of an ownership of sarpata parampara and and he, and therefore he brings uh, a different coach for raman and and that leads into fight and when vetri walks away you have uh, kabilan uh, uh trying to spar with uh, raman and that's how even uh, kabilan is even brought into the whole thing like it's almost inadvertent inadvertent and it, it's almost not like uh it's it's he he it's him almost every decision in the film is him making the decision for himself there's no there's no one like as much as uh, the rangan rangan madhya is a coach um and there are so many other people who make the decisions uh i don't i don't think there's any point in the film where rangan uh, where uh, where kabilan has to be uh, advised to do something or kabilan has to um, kabilan is told to do something uh, with his with his life i mean uh, it's it, it, even when it, even the down spiral is something that he chooses to choose and that's that, that, that's the other uh, great bit of writing in the film i thought and um, I, i think the same thing happens after the fight between uh, uh, dancing 
close and Kabil um, uh, when, 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 when after the fight when everyone was just enthralled that Kabil didn't even beat Dancing Rose, you have you have the very fastly cut victims of Wembley um, uh, being told different things uh, that that he did he did he did this he did that uh, even Dancing Rose himself tells Wembley that he did this and how he got really uh, like like he couldn't believe what happened there and 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 this, this plants doubts in Wembley's head, uh, and and this is very similar to what happens to Mira uh, in in the very first fight. That there are hundreds yeah. of people telling him, and yeah. Ranjan Badia tells him that, okay, let him play his own game. Stop facing him, and, and that's exactly what happens to Wembley, and that's what leads him to make the fall. And and so, so I thought these were great bits of writing. The way everything is brought. Yeah, my uh, my favorite uh, little bit of screenwriting consistency in this was when uh, when Rangan is uh, talking about uh, like the great fighters of the past, and uh, he mentions two three names, and then he says B D Rappan, and and that's it. But it's like an interesting name, so it stuck with me, and I'm like, yeah. ah, that's a cool name. And then you know, like way into just when you know Kabilan's redemption arc starts. We are introduced to BD Rap and, and then he yeah. becomes, you know, then he trains him for that fight. And it's great because if you caught that name the first time round, then when he actually appears on screen, it's fantastic because it's such a great introduction. He's at sea and he comes and immediately starts trash talking Kabilan and Daddy, which is fantastic. Mm. Are they? Yeah. I, I want to ask you guys, like, what, what do you think of Dancing Rose? Dancing Rose is a huge hit, turns out. Like, every, every person is including the actor, I think Shapir is named this, yeah. Uh, Dancing Rose, I think, uh, I think they uh, were inspired from this British uh, fighter, Nassim, I think, uh, mm-hmm. and um, who, who moves like that uh, in the ring. And, um, and, and, and I thought it's a great bit of uh, characterization and the way he was, uh, like, the, the actor played the role. Uh, he t- turned out to be a huge, huge, uh, like, like that, that, those, those scenes were like, um, like, 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 like it's literally what Langan Madhya says, that he says how even the opponents will start cheering for him, and that's exactly mm. what you do even mm. in the film sometimes. I can only imagine how those scenes would have killed in the hall. Yeah. Like, yes. more than anyone, more than any of Arya's or Vembuli's scenes also. Uh, uh, the the dancing rose scenes would have just murdered in the hall if it was shown. I mean, from the outset, it's just such a crowd pleasing sort of villain almost to say because it it, it was just and I found it so fascinating that of course he's introduced as this this extravagant, crazy, fluid, uh, you know, uh, this cocky boxer who is you know supposed to be the litmus test for. For uh, Kabilan and 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 you know a, a guy who's obviously a crowd favorite too, uh, and to then watch him in the ring and you know that match for me was obviously the favorite. Like for me, that match was sort of be- uh, uh, almost better than uh, the the climax that we'll we'll get to. Yeah. Him. And, and I love the fact that they made Dancing Rose the moral center of of the film in a way, you know, because uh, he was uh, i mean despite his defeat after that he uh, we, we see him uh, first of all it's quite fascinating and quite you know brave that 
the climactic fight almost happens like midway through the film where you know you see uh, 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 sort of kabilan uh, uh, take on uh, uh, the the uh, wembuli midway through the film and uh, you sort of see dancing uh, rose obviously sort of training wembuli in a way and giving uh, sort of letting him borrow from his experience i love the fact that dancing rose there was uh, uh, the guy midway through the film you realize that he has his sort of ethics on point he's he's telling his friend wembuli uh, 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 that he's ashamed of him for the the way the match was sort of interrupted uh, midway through to prevent his own defeat and even in the end there's this fleeting shot after the match where dancing rose is the first to tell wembuli that i'm proud of you that you you went on to sort of fight him and lost you know with integrity so i mean that does so much more than just make that someone like dancing rose this campy uh campy sort of uh you know all out villain uh, a character that we are so used to seeing in a lot of films you know it gives him a, a sense of sort of uh, it gives the film also a sense of humanity a sense of center uh, that dancing rose is probably the wisest of the younger characters in the film which i thought really added to why a lot of us uh, who watch the film are all out you know going after uh, dancing rose and really calling him uh you know one of the most interesting maybe uh, asking for a spin off film i think also this is um, this is a good um, example of paranjit's judgment out here that uh, he didn't make him as in he he is a comic character mm. but he is not uh he's not a joke once he gets in the ring he's a very accomplished boxer and uh, rangan even warns kabilan about it uh, earlier that you know he's uh, you know he, his footwork itself you know will be enough for you he's uh, he told him he he gauges it correctly that wembuli is a good uh, fit for your style which is basically just like brawling heavy punches but uh, dancing rose is actually technical and uh, we see that in the fight which is uh, as as you said a fantastic fight and it's only two rounds so they have to you know they really have to deliver in that but it's a it's a really interesting fight uh, and uh, also uh, i i thought wembuli was a very good uh, villain uh, he, he has that sort of bluto uh, look to him with the big eyes and he gives this very disarming uh, goofy grin uh from time to time when he's feeling overconfident uh, i thought he was very uh, i thought he was an excellent villain uh, the john cocken uh, plays him hadi yeah I, i think a lot of people have uh, uh, pointed this out uh, uh, like like you said about dancing rose now a moral center and he's also um how he is uh, don't, don't, i mean uh, it's established just about uh, one or two lines uh, and th- there's really no um, you know villainy to so to say in the film um, it's always about the, uh, the the fights and it's about the 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 the, the clans winning um, and and i think what uh, rangan says in the beginning that uh, uh, he's a guy who won the fight and he's going to talk a thousand things if you want to give it back to him then go into the ring and do it and and, and i think at, at that at, in the, that way uh, this um, there are really uh, uh, no villains uh, in in the very strictest sense of you know a very um, um, 
you know, a, a very a, a normal movie or a very the a run of the mill film, uh, a boxing film or any film. Uh, so, so that way, I think um, this this sort of sidesteps a lot of things. Uh, the closest uh, villain figure is probably Taniga and Raman. Uh, uh, not even Raman, maybe only Taniga. Mm. Uh, so you have these. Um, uh, so, so that is the. So, so I think that is something Ranjit was very conscious about, uh, uh, and, and Tamil Prabha, how they wrote and how they depicted these characters. Um, if, if, if you could just, um, uh, like, like even the spiral that starts uh, for Kabilan, uh, um, um, I mean, it, 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 it begins not because someone there's something bad to Kabilan or someone is uh, scheming uh, just to bring him down. It, it's really the disappearance of uh, Ragan Vadiyar and he kind of loses uh, focus. Um, and, 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 and I think that's a very important way of writing um, um, uh, that, that, that particular, that holds, I, I think it lasts only for like six to 10 minutes, that whole spiral, but it actually lasts probably maybe months. Or, or maybe more than that. Um, I, I think that was a very intelligent way of doing it, and and, and, and that's why uh, the one of the things that I, I admire about this film is how, um, and, and I think even in the end, uh, when like with himself, he doesn't train with anyone. You don't have, you don't you don't even see instruments. He trains with nature basically, and and, and I think these, these sort of things when. Kabilan has to realize his own potential. Kabilan has to make his own decisions. And Kabilan, and, and, and Bidi, Bidi Tata actually says a very important line. He says, uh, uh, nobody's going to give our time. We, it's, it's ours to snatch it. Uh, we need to take our own uh, matters into our own hands. And, and I think that's a very important line. And that's a very important thing, a very important philosophy that Ranjit probably says in every film of his. Yeah, someone uh, on uh, this account called Fables of Film on Twitter mm. had timed the montage where he's uh, losing the plot and starts drinking and becomes a rowdy. Uh, he, it lasted seven minutes. It felt much longer, but it lasted seven minutes. And I think that's also just because of the sheer amount of like incident which was packed into that time. Yeah, it was supposed to represent like three or four years, I think, if I'm not mistaken, or at least two or three years. I don't know how long, but it was definitely a long time because I know that Rangan was in jail. Uh, once he was arrested, he came out after a couple of years. So, uh, I mean, even the, the I like that, you know, you talked about the spiral because uh, it was really short, like an anti-training montage almost. Like, it was really... <laughs> It really felt like the opposite of it in so many ways and that it conveys the same sense of uh, uh, time lapse, of, of time sort of passing, but in, you know, in a reverse moral sort of way. And I, I really found that fascinating that uh, in seven minutes, the film goes from, you know, being this, because more or less the film has finished by the first half, like that, that was what they were working towards, like... Uh, uh, Kabilan was working towards beating Wembuli in front of everyone, uh, the clan winning. And, uh, you know, the, the, the fact that the politics starts, like, hits with a bang at that point, that the DMK government is uh, 
uh, overthrown and Rangan gets arrested and uh, and and at the same time suddenly boxing is you know takes a backseat not just in uh, not just in context of you know Kabilan's own sort of life but in in the film itself and and the fact that it feels like he's he's lost without the sport without the teacher as Aditya uh, said without Rangan and 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 the, and the fact that you know he's responsible for his own uh, sort of uh, the spiral says a lot about the way they've also infused the flashbacks of his father because we saw it earlier because we saw it through the film about how his uh, why his mother has a problem with him becoming a boxer say the any say like the typical sort of bollywood mother who has a problem with characters becoming gangsters uh, it, she she had the same kind of hostility towards the sport because of what the what her husband went through and became a political goon and got killed in the end and because the way they did the flashbacks i think contributed a lot to i think the way we perceived uh, this this entire spiral of kabilan and him sort of turning into an alcoholic and you know getting into the uh, entire uh, sort of uh, you know uh, the peddling business so i i just thought it was excellent filmmaking some of those things can't i mean they can be written but they it's one of those things where you really sense uh, that it's really all about you know uh, conveying a certain sense of time and the the way the craft sort of pulled it off because uh, again it feels like far longer as both of you pointed out and 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 it really lets the film turn a page and become uh, and sort of take off from where it left off but really by becoming a different film at the same time because again you know we are working towards the same template he's again working towards defeating like to, towards making a comeback and sort of defeating Vembuli uh, uh, in the end and he has to go through the same thing he, he's fighting Raman but this time he gets embarrassed but and that entire meltdown is uh, of his after being beaten up by Raman is is really one of the most stark moments i've seen in cinema this year because I, first of all i don't think a lot of indian films are used to seeing their heroes break down like that uh, uh, their protagonists break down the macho protagonists also especially in a sport like this break down with such sort of primal uh, uh you know uh, like a primal explosion of sorts and and if, it's, if it's, i can just interrupt you there yeah. uh, it this was one of the reasons that i am quite fond of sultan even though it's yeah. like yeah. nowhere near that but salman khan has a mm. has a scene that in which he kind of breaks down uh, while you know trying to make a comeback and it's uh, it's quite interesting because uh, you don't expect it obviously from indian film heroes in in any indian cinema really to to be that way and to sort of uh, be vulnerable uh, which is uh, you know as so yeah but this was a, obviously a, a more extreme version of that also yeah exactly and and there was no trigger as such for his comeback also right like be, getting beaten up by the guy he beat like in the first half is obviously yeah. his uh, meltdown but you keep like as a viewer i think you keep expecting a tragedy to happen especially when that that part where he's with his mother and surrounded by goons you think either his wife or his mother will pass away at some point will be killed mm-hmm. at some point and that will trigger his comeback and because that that's what we are used to because we just watched tufan i think a week back the wife died and that's how he came back and mm-hmm. and, uh, and you kept really expecting it from the corner of your mind that there has to be a tragedy happening until you realize that his he is his own tragedy and that's what's happening throughout the film like he's uh, i mean he has to he's doing it for himself after doing it maybe for rangan in the first half for the community 
and and I like yeah. And as Adi pointed out also, like there's no real villain in the film because I kept thinking of how this film would look from the perspective of the Adiapa clan. You know, uh, how this maybe if you're watching an alternate film from that, from say the perspective of uh, Wembley and his sort of team, it really would still feel like the other like the uh, uh, Sarpata clan was. Uh, pretty much what the Idiapa clan is in this film, and I thought that is really, you know, obviously a masterstroke of writing and balancing. So, um, so there is a, a very important relationship between the, the the macro politics of the state at the time and mm. uh, the micro politics or the micro story of Kabilan as an individual. Um, I'm going to plug again, Rahul. I'm sorry. So in, in our podcast, the other one in our podcast, we had um, Tamil Prabha uh, to talk about Midras, uh, which is Ranjit's uh, uh, second film. And uh, um, for that film, uh, so he, so there is a lot of, um, uh, for that film, I think uh, Ranjit had a lot of, um, uh, got a lot of criticism that the film is anti-DMK. Uh, and, um, and now, now I almost stood uh, in just a couple of days after this film release, everyone thought Ranjit had become pro-DMK. Uh, and um, uh, so, 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 so Prabha explained uh, that the Madras is on Hotstar. Uh, Tamil Prabha explained the uh, philosophy of what, what Ranjit Nanjit was trying to say in Madras. Um, so you have this Dravidianism, which is uh, which, which basically began with Ayodhya Dasar and Periyar and Karnanidhi, and uh, it, it, it's, it, 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 it preaches uh, liberty, uh, equality, and rationalism, and um, and, and obviously anti-caste. Uh, but what happened over time is um, the, the 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 Dravidian parties became uh, the intermediate caste parties. They, they just anti-Brahmin. There are a lot of non-Brahmins, there are a lot of intermediate uh, land-owning caste who ended up dominating DMK. And the people who suffered were obviously the uh, the, uh, the, the ones who come below the hierarchy, the Shiril caste, and, um, and, of, and of course, who are basically Dalits and Shrutas and other castes. And this is basically what uh, Ranjit tried to you know, in a very metaphorical sense, trying to say in Midras. And that is a sort of a philosophy that uh, follows uh, here uh, in, 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 in a much more, uh, I think um, he, he is famous sharper here, and he's also not very in your face here, um, in the sense that um, you have uh, all these clans uh, fighting, and within these clans, you have someone like Raghun Madhya, who's, uh, who has uh, Periyar and uh, Another way, and uh, I think I think I think Karnanidhi too, in as as, as uh, portraits in his house, and you have someone like Taniga who has portraits of uh, gods and deities along with uh, another way. and you have and and, and what Tamil Prabha explained was uh, how how these Dravidian parties changed over the course of time is they ended up saying that uh, the the cars and 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 the Dalits they are you. you you, you, they, they are not offered positions of power in, within the party uh, or, or, or in cabinets. Uh, what they are what, what basically, you know, uh, told that you you are supposed to come for uh, work for the party uh, in, in the lower rounds. Uh, whatever we, we give you, you take that and you go away. That's all uh, you should do. And that, that's the kind of philosophy that ends up getting built 
whole 70s and 80s uh, uh, and, and, and sort of the, the breakup of Davidism, the way it started. And, um, and, and that is exactly what Kabilan uh, uh, goes through here. And, and, it is, and it is shown in very minute details um, in, the, in the way people change, in the way people perceive Kabilan uh, and what happens to Kabilan. Uh, so, so when Rangan Badiar goes into jail, Rangan Badiar is someone who is a staunch DMK and he's also a staunch Dravidian uh, in, 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 the, in the most purest terms. Hmm. And when he goes into jail, uh, Kabilan spirals apart and he becomes um, a henchman for victory and, and the guy who's like, you know, sort of dresses up like MGR uh, hmm. and who has, um, and, 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 and who, who does these odd jobs and he also becomes an alcoholic. And, and this is, the, 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 the turn to rowdyism is historically accurate uh, for a lot of people who came from North Chennai, uh, who became uh, party workers in the Dravidian parties and ended up, uh, I mean, that, that ended up uh, affecting their lives in, in, a, in, a, in a big way. Uh, and, and all this because they believe that these Dravidian parties are, are saviors, but they, that never came to be. And so, so Kabilan's spiral, and there's actually a dialogue that goes that, um, uh, that Petri uh, is basically using you as his rowdy, uh, uh, and that's all he is to you. And you see Petri, I think, putting up. Uh, I think you, you see Petri as an MGR fan, and Petri uh, putting up MGR's uh, portrait in his home too later on after Rangan Vadiar goes to jail. And when Rangan Vadiar gets released from jail, uh, there are two moments, very important moments. Uh, they, they come to garland him, and he says, "Where are the other party workers?" And he says, "Anga uh, Mudalyar has come." And they've gone. For, he, he's also getting released, uh, so they've gone for that. And and he says that go put this garland too on him. So 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 basically, Mudilla is someone who's, who's, who who comes above him in, in the caste hierarchy, and so he's he's just shunning them away. Mm. And then when he mm. goes in the rickshaw, he says uh, the rickshaw the rickshaw puller says that uh, look, our Taliban uh, has now joined. Go is the our opposite. Because MGR has become the chief minister, uh, and, uh, and 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 so and, and there are now the the DMK is split up. It's all, it was already split up, but now MGR is the chief minister for the first time. And and and, and under MGR there was a lot of corruption and there was a lot of um, this sort of you know uh, disillusionment of Dravidianism. And that is basically what I think, and I think a lot of people have pointed this out uh, that uh, uh, Ranjit is trying to show in the way Kabilan spirals down. And 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 this moment, at this moment where Kabilan realized that he must stand for himself, and there's no one else who's going to stand for him, is basically the history of how uh, the Dalit parties and the Dalit Panthers rose in the 80s, and and and, and then you have uh, political leaders like Tirumavalvan who started parties in the early 90s, uh, and I mean they, they started Dalit Panthers in the 80s and entered electoral politics uh, much later, uh, uh, and and that that is the sort of uh, uh, Picture that I think uh, that a lot of people I think have uh, it, it is a popular consensus uh, that 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 people, uh, that people have drawn from the film uh, and, and and it is pretty accurate. It's also pretty obvious when you when and when people have grown up here uh, watch it and, um, and 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 which is which is also can be hilarious when uh, you know when after Madras you term uh, Ranjit as anti DMK and after a very close reviewing of Sarpata people uh, make him. Uh, <laughs> mm. And then just five days later, 
uh, there was uh, slump clearance uh, here uh, in uh, some of the uh, in, in an area in, in, in Chennai, and there was a lot of demolition that took place. And he suddenly became anti DMK again because he watched uh, against it. So, uh, <laughs> so really, so it's really hilarious. But but I think that the, that this is basically the the the, the, the intermingling of the two, the, the macro and the micro politics within the film uh, that government really represents. Uh, even though you know you there are really no uh, very obvious cast markers like you like you see in Kala, for example. Mm. Mm. Though there are yeah, maybe not as much as Kala though, but there are a lot of significant moments, of course, the the mentions of beef uh, through the thing yeah. and when uh, when he arrives on a horse, then uh, that Taniga says that uh, you are very lucky you've come on a horse. That seemed like a significant thing, and uh, the Buddha statues uh, are there. And uh, when he's being told that uh, opportunities like this don't come our way uh, often, then there's an Ambedkar poster in the background. Uh, so yes, uh, th seeded through the film, though not uh, as prominent as as Kala, where they're almost the foreground, not the background. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was uh, interesting how after setting up Vembuli and by extension his his clan as a as as the big bad in the first half, they kind of uh, they it it uh, uh, Paranjit kind of turns that on his head and makes the main villain someone of the Sarpata clan, which was uh, which is Tanega and uh, that that. You know, he and his son, uh, sorry, nephew, are casteist, and they are, uh, and they're sort of demeaning, and uh, they are uh, obviously try to kill Kabil in a bunch of times, and uh, so it's obviously like a sort of thing that you know, even though you're fighting for the pride of your clan and everything, your biggest enemies are uh, are people who are sort of seen as your uh, brothers in a way and i'm guessing that must be you know something that um, again would have uh, yeah yeah I, I, I think uh, yeah like you say you say you say brothers uh, you know you know in a metaphorical sense right because because when when when, when rangan Bajaj is talking about that the scene that you mentioned he talks about how he and his own brother belong to different clans right yeah 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 that that sort of internal thing that I mean the brothers thing glad you mentioned because uh, it's really never lost upon sort of uh, I guess most of us who watch the film that in a way you're really watching sort of people on the same side uh, 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 in a very micro sense sort of uh, you know uh, battling for supremacy and it really uh, like now that after hearing Aditya obviously a lot of it a, a lot of the macro micro balance is really put into context a lot of at least uh, the entire uh, Kabilan part which so many people uh, who may not have the context or may not get it totally might also call it really sort of almost hackneyed and cliched because we've seen it many times in different uh, kind of films in different sports films in different underdog films so it really lends a lot of uh, you know, gravitas to uh, what we see, especially towards you know, especially towards the second part of the film, uh, as such. What, what did you guys think of? Um, I mean, there have been people who sort of um, 
cannot really get around the boxing style of films like this uh, of, of indian films in general because again you know not a lot of us are familiar with the boxing culture of madras in the 70s and 80s or with indian boxing in general uh, especially the near brawling kind of boxing uh, the fact that a lot of it is, is exaggerated obviously goes hand in uh, it goes glove and with the tone of the film but i thought just the fact that every boxing match was literally uh, there were two or three and uh, I, i think most of them were sort of really uh, mini narratives on their own and, and and in the process you don't really uh, mind the very exaggerated style like obviously we see characters like dancing rose in real life to uh, you know the more charismatic boxers and all but the way they really dial, dialed it up here to almost make it campy including the boxing portions towards the end Uh, uh with with a lot of people probably expecting purism it's really difficult to shoot boxing that way so i thought they paranjit really pulled off that kind of uh, uh that that kind of larger than life uh, uh, really style of the sport also here yeah, yeah I, i think one of the key um, to this um you know it, it not being come across uh, not coming across as uh, you know something that we've seen a million times I, i don't think uh, one bout was different or uh, was same as the other almost every bout had a different uh, uh, both differently shot and the editing patterns patterns were different uh, you have uh, uh, for, for example the meeran and wembley fight is it's different uh, from uh, from a uh, publicity different from uh, what we see with dancing rose and the couple and for example in dancing rose and couple and you had time became becomes a factor and and, and and therefore you have all these slow mo shots and and, and then um, the and then the, the internal fight between uh, wembley and uh, kabilan uh, it, it's it's almost you know uh, you you have these it's a medium shot and and it's it, it, you don't have lots lot of close ups in in the beginning uh, yeah, the, the, you, it's almost like being there and watching the fight uh, and this, so, so i think he really pulled it off by not uh, making one uh, uh one bout uh, the same as the other i don't think there's uh, i don't think one, one can say that this was shot the same way as the other fight like even the even the even the not non work like you know the ones that raman and fight raman and kabir fight in in, mm. in in when they are practicing uh, in, mm-hmm. in 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 ragnar madias uh, um uh, ring and 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 and, uh, and and the other fight i think there's one more fight that happens uh, similarly uh, where kabir basically says that he's forgotten boxing and, and i think the, the every boxing fight was different from the other and i think that was a very key to to not have the audience feel mm. you know this is and the boxing thing and this is really getting to me now yeah i think uh, also credit to santosh narayanan oh yeah who uh, who's one of the few composers um, who can actually do good background scores also uh, and uh, because uh, it, not only during the fights does his his score comes in but even i think the way his scores are during the training montages it gives them a different flavor also you have a bunch of training montages and and they're all very different and uh, there's there's one that's early early on where raman is training for for his uh, f- uh, you know before he is uh, supplanted by kabilan and it's it's if you look at the cutting in that it probably lasts like 2 minutes i think at the most 
it is a master class of of cutting to music and editing like just quick editing and it has like this sort of fleet uh pace to it which matches uh, raman's uh, style which is also quick on its feet and sort of uh, feisty and if but if you compare that to the much later one the big the big montage which is gabilan training and and that uh, that great rap track which is there at the end uh, that's like a more thudding pulsing sort of uh, stomp your feet kind of thing and there you have a very different kind of cutting which goes with that kind of music and gives you a different uh, feeling altogether i thought that was just a brilliant sort of and their partnership anyways i thought in kala was incredible but i think out here it's uh, also really done very well adi yeah i i think one of one of i think one key difference is that um uh, usually you have santoshan's score uh, sometimes i mean as good as it is uh, you know that there is a score but i think in sarpata you never know that there is something uh, there is just we go back to the uh, the point about uh, so many people and so much uh, uh, crowd i mean uh, you, you can listen to the commentary during if you listen to the commentary during the uh, the, the fights um i i don't know how much got the pedal but uh, there is so much trash talk in the commentary there is more <laughs> trash talk in the commentary than you know than what these two teams are going at each other after the fight and 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 and, and, and they, they don't raise a finger like 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 these people doing the commentary they, they are brutal towards both them they say things like sarpata will not fight anymore sarpata's clan and over and uh, he can't even do this he can't even do that yeah yeah and, and that that was really crazy to me like uh, yeah i mean you 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 know trash talking teams you know of trash talking players but the commentary being so uh, trash talking so much and these are the same people just right after the fight they go and talk to ramin valia they talk to everyone and they, they're all nice to them really crazy Rahul, what did you think of the two? Uh, well, there are a couple more, but there are two prominent uh, women uh, in in the film, and mm. that's uh, Kabilan's wife and uh, mother. I, uh, if if I had to nitpick, that is one area where I was not very uh, I was not very satisfied. I didn't think that they really had the richness of some of the other characters. Yeah, but the but the thing is, like, I, I always felt like. uh they, they were really um the characters were there but they were really not doing what you know your condition to imagine them to do like the filmmaker was or the writer uh, the makers were really trying to sort of not let it go a certain way you know using the female characters in the film because when the wife uh, when the wife came in especially when uh, kabilan is sort of the, the early portions where he's getting married both of them are shy they are sitting in these traditional sort of uh, customs and, and and you know even the music totally changes it becomes at that point like it becomes such a haunting little romantic ballad for a bit and and you expect the film to go uh, to to really feature the uh, to really feature kabilan sort of track in context of his marriage like because his wife might change him because his mother wasn't able to all these years you keep expecting that and that never really happens like it, it, you know it, Uh, I, i mean I, i totally get the you know little criticism that 
that the film gets with respect to you know the the the, the two women in the film but i also i also felt like the i don't think there was another way to do it also because i i don't think they uh, in a very in a very sort of uh, bare sense I, i don't think they featured a, a, a lot beyond what we saw in the film in kabilan's life itself because to see more of that might have been a little more disingenuous because then that might have been reacting to what the viewers uh, will expect to see in the film and i was pretty satisfied with at least the wife's role because the mother sort of got monotonous a little towards you know the, the the second part of the film and then especially suddenly in the end when she changes when that when the money shot comes in the end while he's training and where the mother tells him to really go for it the first time she's actually told him ke please just start boxing and if it rescues you and and that, that you know that was still a powerful moment and you know despite the fact that uh, she was really sort of one dimensional till then but i i i was quite satisfied with the wife's uh, uh, sort of character uh, uh, at least uh, at least in context of how they treated it uh, in terms of her absence or her presence uh, with kabilan because she uh, her threat to sort of leave him or her after having the kid leaving him uh, was was really a turning point in i think his narrative too Yeah, I I I thought I, I thought Mariam was a, a, a great character. I I think um, uh, right right from that that little scene where she uh, uh, like where she sort of uh, uh, you know admonishes him for not uh, like right after their wedding uh, he, um, he 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 doesn't care time for her and she makes him and then she talks about how I know it's abstinence and all that and then. so you can at least uh, feed me some food and i think th- those things and even the scenes where uh, she has to ferry him home after a, a, a drunk uh, and uh, so so mariam thought uh, was really good and i think i thought dushara was re- really good i and i mean they really uh, i mean so you know it's, it's very rare that thomas lewa can uh, write a great woman character and also find the right casting so i think that at some of work in this one Uh, I can understand that people say that uh, Bagiam is one note, but I, I I don't think that um, it's sort of uh, like 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 Rahul said it is. You know, I mean the character's purpose was in itself, and I think uh, uh, the whole uh, her own arc comes as a setup to how she leads him to someone like uh, Reedy Ripon. Uh, so so, uh, so yeah, I I really I really like. Uh, Mariama's character and 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 the and and the, and the way she says uh, and, and the, the way she uh, the, her role arc uh, during that spiral is, is is great like like she's she she's not uh, she, she's not I mean she's of course depressed but you don't get that kind of a depressed uh, portrayal from her you get a very sarcastic uh, portrayal of you know like 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 I'm given up with this guy sort of a portrayal and I, I thought that was great. yeah it's uh, it's still just you know to uh, i mean not even bringing too fun into it but it's just um, seeing the way that uh, tamil films this year let's not even go into like last 4 5 10 years uh, are you know managed to draw so many connections and you know with society with history politics um, 
basically everything real life and then you go back to hindi films and it just seems so uh arid that it's 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 depressing because um, yeah I, uh, uh, I, rahul of course uh, sees more of them than anybody else so it's probably doubly depressing for him i mean yeah you can imagine why i wanted to do this podcast because it's not like often we talk get to talk about a good indian you know quote and quote sports film so to say so like just and it's hard not to compare i mean it's hard not to really look at it in context of you know toofan which which pretty much represented what hindi cinema stands for what new age hindi cinema stands for right now in comparison to say mainstream tamil cinema or uh, you know even malayalam for that matter uh, it, it just is one of those things where it's impossible to really brush off and uh, i felt like the timing was great you know that that sarpata came a week afterwards and, and i've seen the reactions even in bombay uh, uh, from a lot of people who have not really watched a lot of south indian cinema uh, in their lives like uh, you know uh, and uh, they they watched toofan uh, uh, you know a week ago and i don't think anyone was impressed and uh, it's not like i had to go around telling people saying this is actually the good film this month they actually came and started sort of really almost mouthing lines from sarpata obviously with the subtitle lines but uh and which was fascinating to see because it, it it's both of them came on the same platform and i thought that was actually a blessing in disguise because that's that's where you that's literally like two f1 drivers driving the same car you have no excuses to really uh, uh to to sort of um uh, to there the, there's really no hiding from the fact that it, it's pretty much the same uh, scale and and the way this film really weaves in as adi so rightly explained also the macro and the micro the politics the the culture the period itself without really throwing it in your face that it is a period film as such and really uh, um, optimizing a lot the use of their locations or the use of the sets that they created for this film i thought it was just so smartly done and it's such a great template going forward it's such a great blueprint for uh, I, i think a lot of indian filmmakers who do want to touch upon sport in this country uh, need to learn that a lot of it is not the sport itself sport comes from somewhere sport comes has a history it has a sort of texture it has it has a, an entire civilization behind it so the fact like uh, that paranjit really chose to uh, sort of tell a story like this that interweave so many stories together i think it's a great sort of lesson uh, for not just filmmakers uh, for even viewers to sort of really look at what they expect uh, you know from films like this because uh, i mean you look past the surface you look past the mohammed ali sort of really visual references in the last fight and you look past so many things and you still see there is so much and and uh, everyone uh, speaks in terms of this is my favorite character dancing rose and 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 rangan and the the performance pasupati the way he sort of played rangan also with such few words there are so many things to pick on and and it just as i said like at the beginning of the podcast i, I was like that it's really like you know you're spoiled uh, to to really uh with uh, choice to talk you know with the amount of things you want to talk about with this film and uh, and yeah i i actually learned a lot right now even while talking about it and that's the thing because now i want to watch the film again especially after aditya's sort of explainer on on what sort of kabilan stood for in context of uh, you know the caste politics so um yeah so is there, is there anything else significant uh, any of you would like to touch upon before we sort of end the podcast Well, 
on related note of what you are talking about, uh, there, there are some like tens of remakes from Tamil and Malayalam coming <laughs> in the way. Um, and I don't know what's the point really with everyone watching everything on streaming. I don't know what they're trying to. I hope they don't remake this. Are there remakes in the line for this? No, not this, but there are like so many remakes announced recently of the yeah, last, uh, the good yeah. films of Tamil and Malayalam last two, three years. And uh, so I was wondering, like, I mean, almost every film that, not every film, but many major star films for the next one and a half years seem like remakes uh, from here. And, and I, I don't mind the remakes itself, but I don't see the point of, you know, like, like you said, like people actually watched Tufan and Sarpata and they were talking about the separate lines and when they can watch that, when they have they have access to that, I don't know what the, of course, I don't understand finance and money and stuff, but yeah, I, I don't know what's the point of remaking when people can actually watch the real thing anyway. Yeah, that, that makes, I mean, that's actually quite a depressing point to raise. <laughs> I'm sure it's a, there's a... <laughs> separate podcast for everybody and the remake culture of course you know the guys who are uh, really reviewing hindi cinema every week are, uh, i mean it, it really looks like a nightmare for the next year year and a half with the amount of films from the south and you know uh, being really milled here and remade here it, and it's the slate is very obvious and and you're right about the fact there's no real point because the ecosystem has changed it's all online now and uh, it's on the same platform, so it's not like you're getting out of your house to choose to watch a film uh, that was really uh, that that is rooted in you know, that is rooted in the south. So I, I mean, a lot of the the thinking here is that a lot of people are getting exposed to a certain uh, to to you know South Indian cinema through Tamil uh, to to Tamil cinema through the remake that they really do here, which is bullshit. You know, it's been a while since that sort of explanation went out of the window. And with films like this really releasing in clusters, like two boxing films in a week, and uh, and with the remake starting, I think it's going to be like a fairly uh, you know important sort of really year or so when it comes to at least mainstream Hindi cinema and the lack of originality. Uday? Yeah, no, couldn't have put it better. Uh, pretty much a, you know, please introspect moment for Hindi cinema, which is like, which is like all the time anyways. <laughs> so, it, you know, it's not like it just, uh, you know, this is a very... Uh, key moment, but uh, yeah, I I think it's just uh, kind of you see this and then Karnan and Malik, which I haven't even seen, but I bet it's better than anything that mainstream Hindi has come up with this year also. And these are all Tamil films in one year, and I'm sure like there are a bunch of smaller releases which I've missed out on, and uh, and then there've been a whole bunch of Malayalam films which have been way more interesting. And uh, so yeah, it's just uh, it's not. It's not even close right now, so uh, a bit of a yeah, bit of a time to look within and see what ails Hindi cinema. Yeah, I mean, like I, I don't want to be get into that whole Sharma ji ka beta syndrome where you know you to to really uh, praise one thing you sort of pull down another, but really I don't have a choice here because the remix is the whole point of that and. It's hard to really uh, not, uh, you know, take a, <clears throat> not a pot shot as such, but hard to take a uh, strike at, at mainstream Hindi cinema right now. 
but uh, yeah having said that it was a very fruitful discussion i really enjoyed it especially listening to a lot of what uh, aditya had to say for a different dimension of of the film and uh, yeah i'll definitely be watching it again this week because we don't have a lot of releases here thankfully again uh, this week and uh, uh, and thanks both of you for joining me again uh, for those uh, who been listening to the podcast uh, do listen to aditya's own podcast other banana you'll have a lot more context the next time we do discuss a tamil film uh, um, so yeah thanks so there thanks uh, aditya for joining me and uh, for those of you who haven't watched the film sarpata uh, parambe it's it's streaming on amazon prime uh, do watch it it's definitely one of the best films of the year it will end up like that and uh, uh, i'm sure the conversation will keep going on about the film i've been scourging the internet for articles about the film to read deeper into it because there's just so much as we said Uh, so thanks for listening and uh, see you soon